The future is a hefty responsibility and not one that we take lightly. But then taking things lightly has never been what hefty is about. That's why we've created the Hefty Renew program that turns hard to recycle plastics into valuable resources like park benches and building materials. To participate, simply fill up an orange Hefty Renew bag with accepted items, tie it up, and drop it in with your regular recycling. That's it. It's that easy. It's time to rethink recycling with Renew. Particular valued resources may vary by geography. More info available at heftyrenew.com. I mean, these are the biggest my balls have ever been. They weren't like super swollen at all, but they were just like, like uh, sore, sort of touch. So I went to a uh, ultrasound because they had to go check out what's wrong. I, the next, it was scheduled for the next day. So I woke up and um, things were feeling a lot better, but it's like, whatever, it, you know, there's no way the medication worked this quickly. So who knows? Go to the ultrasound. It's another uh, female doctor. This was an older one, so it's much more comfortable. And she puts this cold gel on my balls and starts scanning around and looks at my my fine testicle first. And she's telling me, and she's like, she's like measuring it. What up? What up? What up? Sam? <laughs> what up? Oh! In the motherfucking hizzle. Alex is in. Alex is in. in the motherfucking hizzle. in the motherfucking hizzle. <laughs> I thought I was gonna run out of gas. My fuel light went on in mission. Yeah, well, guess what? We're we're ha- we're exper- we've been experiencing major problems what? with the cast right now. Oh, you shaved. Yeah, thanks. thanks. Uh, well, Alex in the middle of talking about his uh, balls being infected with some sort of what? bacterial STD infection, oh. and and uh, that's no good. We lost all of our viewers. Were, was there people on? <laughs> I think so. I don't know. Are we live right now? Yeah, we're live. Oh shit, son. Okay, so finish your story. Some, sorry, I we need ha- some shades. Yeah, finish your story before we uh, go in and start promoting everything. <laughs> so we're live. Yeah, right yeah. Now. So, so I, I go in, uh, and the 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 story basically to date is had some had some testicle pain. <laughs> uh, woke up on my flight over. Woke up the next day. It was still sore. Saw a doctor. They thought maybe it, it could be like some infection. It's probably uh, um, crotch rot. <laughs> it was crotch rot. Yeah. <laughs> Set me up with an ultrasound. They start ultrasounding my balls um, <laughs> and and measure them. And they were they were of average size, by the way. And Absolutely. she goes to the other one and she's like, "Everything looks good. Let me just check out the uh, epididymis or ep- epidermis or whatever." Epidermis. It's like this. No, no, no. That's skin. This is like something that's like <laughs> attached to the ball sack. You're ch- she's you're like, ch- oh, check your chode. Is that what she's doing? Checking your chode. Check my chode. <laughs> Crack him if you got him, son. Crack him if you got him. It's the vein on. It's the veins that are attached to pump blood in and out. It's like everything's working fine, but you got varicose veins in your balls. Ball veins. (laughs) So I have old man. I got some old man swollen varicose vein balls. Anyway, they're feeling (laughs) good now. Uh, But it is something I gotta like go in when I get back home and like get get checked out and see, make sure like. I'm gonna be fertile, uh, <laughs> and all that stuff. So, well, that um, was a great yeah. that was a great introduction into this. I'm uh, <laughs> well. <laughs> I mean, in all honesty, that we're starting to go. Alex's audio is messed up. Everything we were getting, I've never seen this YouTube error before. Something's going. We're like, being doxed. Yeah, I think I think it's something to do with the computer, and I can't restart. So we're 
Is Law Nation doxing us? <laughs> Possibly. <laughs> so what? Have we talked any Cowboys shit or just AJ's ball oh, fungus? Oh, this has been AJ's balls. <laughs> As I was fit troubleshooting, AJ was giving us a rant. Oh, that's cool. To, uh, we were trying to kill some time for 15, 20 minutes. So you guys went. So I was late. Uh, we were out for uh, my father-in-law's uh, Father Day. Happy Father Day to everyone out there, by the way. Um, yeah. Happy time kind of got out of hand. I drove in with Tay and her dad. Um, and you know, we were out for lunch and then of course we're trying to pay the debit machine broke down. Anyways, I'm here. I thought I was going to run out of gas. I thought I was going to be sprinting up promontory road to get here, but I'm here. Uh, did you guys shout out our socials? It's all at Cowboys can fan nope. and anyone watching, know, you know where to find it. You found us here on YouTube, everything else, any others of our socials is at Cowboys can fan. We're going to jump into this son of a bitch right now. Cause I know ad best has, uh, a Father's Day thing to get to tonight. So we're going to jump in right off the hop to something. And you think I'd be happy about this article that I that I found here, but I'm not. I'm actually kind of mad. So it's ranking the NFL's best offensive play callers ahead of the 2022 season. I don't know if you guys saw my Instagram post. I don't look at anything that you post. Good. Ever. Perfect. That's that's a <laughs> great way to promote us. You're supposed to lie. I oh, you meant Cowboys can fan. the way. So usually when I'm saying, like I'm talking about a team that I'm cheering for, I say we. If I'm talking about a podcast that we do together, I say we. Yep. I thought you meant your personal Instagram. No, so no, yes, no. I no do, one looks at my personal. I do follow you your Cowboys So do you guys fan. know, so we're looking at this, ranking the NFL's best offensive play callers ahead of the 2022 season. Who do you think was number one in the NFL? I know who's number two. Well, yeah, because you saw because the I look at the Cowboys can fan. But who do you think was number one? Uh, no way, Brian Leftwich. Three. He was number three. Okay. So then I don't. I'm not. I'm not. I sure. spy with my I mean, little it, eye it, something it, that looks like the Kool Aid Man. <laughs> Are you just talking about Andy Reid? Andy Reid. Andy. <laughs> so Andy Reid was number one. I thought you. I thought you were. Try, I thought it was like one of those trick things that you're trying to. Pull so up. he's not even. He's not even an offensive coordinator, but he does call the offensive plays for Casey. So right. he was number one. P, this is PFF and PFF. I don't know. They ranked the Cowboys. What? I can't remember what their offensive line was, but it was like top five. Six. Six or, or something. Fifth, yeah. And then, okay, so they have Andy Reid as number one, and then number two, Kellen, Kellen Moore. Moore. Yep. What? PFF ranked Kellen Moore as the number two. Scan over, but there you go. Best offensive coordinator or offensive play caller in football. How fucked up is that? Well, I mean, I guess when you are, when the offense, the Dallas Cowboys offense, the fuck was that? Zegama Beach. <laughs> Got him. When you have the Cowboys as like the offensive team last year, the numbers that they put put up, I guess you have to give give some credit to the offensive coordinator. They did all right. Okay, so this might be a head scratcher for some, but Moore was terrific in 2021. The Cowboys managed to rank third in yards per play and first in points scored despite dealing with injuries to the offensive line. The continued fall off of running back Ezekiel Elliott. A season-ending injury to Michael Gallup, which you just can't count. This was like the very last game of the season or second last game of the season. And a significant decline from quarterback Dak Prescott post-calf injury. Not to mention more helped backup signal caller Cooper Rush win a primetime game in Minnesota. It was a pretty impressive season for the former Boise State quarterback. See, I don't I don't think it was. I think you could look at stats. And yeah, he had the, they scored the most points and ranked third in yards per play. But we watched every single offensive snap yeah. of the Cowboys and I, I guaranteed Dak's injury might have had, and, and Zeke's injury might have had a little bit of the, 
to do with the fa- the fall off that you saw with your eyes in the second half of the season. Right. Because no one can no one can argue against that the Cowboys in the second half of the season their offense looked like it was sputtering. Right. Hey, look. In, in fairness, I certainly did technically watch every play of the Dallas <laughs> Cowboys season, but but I can't promise that I was <laughs> coherent enough. I was com- com- yeah coherent a hundred all. But here's the thing about this is is you can cherry pick anyone's any like these injuries happen um you can cherry pick anything in the nfl and and you know what maybe to pff they they had a good reason but um the problem that we've always had with kellen moore is his predictability we call him vanilla pudding for a reason but we did call him the dungeon master before i know we were we were i mean it's very someone uh did say that before we were we we were all up on Kellen Moore's dick, <laughs> like just say, AJ's ball rash. Yeah, I, 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 I was gonna say that. Like mo, mo, a lot of the times, what we do on this podcast is we overhead who we like, mm-hmm. and then we fucking don't want anything to do with them. Yep, at all. But except the only the only people that we seem to never get off their dick on is like Dak Prescott. Uh, I can be critical of Dak. You can be critical, but Lieutenant you're never Dan. like hitting him. Lieutenant Dan. Lieutenant Dan. We've been big fans of us, but. Schultzy, we know Micah. our Schultz, the big Schultzy thing. I think where people got uh, your uh, Galby was texting Anthony and he said, One minute we love Schultzy, the next minute we fucking hate him. That's just because we're scorned. We're very sensitive on here. We're Cowboys fans. We can, yeah, we can dish it, but we can't take it sometimes. Yeah, like we're, we're Cowboys fans. We're going to be very uh, we're, hypersensitive to what we I think. I would have had much more respect with Schultz if he would have, if he would have messaged us back and told us to shut our fucking mouths. Oh, you know? for sure. Just, I would have been like, shit, Schultz's badass. Instead, he blocked us. Yeah. Blocked he us. blocks us and then, like, and then, like, goes back to Twitch. That really pisses me off. Yeah. So, but back to this Kellen Moore at number two. I just, it, it, it is, it's a huge head scratcher because guys on the list below him, you got Byron Leftwich. Tampa's been pretty good. Kyle Shanahan, I think, has been a really good offensive coordinator. Sean McVay. Sorry, not offense coordinator. They're both head coaches, but they still call the plays, which is kind of interesting here mm. because three of the top head five are head coaches, which which brings it to yeah. the point, like, at some point, and we kind of talked about this with Barry last week, at some point this year, if the offense starts sputtering in, like, a big playoff game, playoffs, playoffs, should playoffs. Mike McCarthy because Mike McCarthy is also a play caller, should Mike McCarthy step in and kind of be like, yo, Kellen? Well, Mike McCarthy is going to be playing for his head, or he's going to be He's going to be playing for his jab. Yeah, he's going to be head coaching for his jab this year. Are you guys Are you guys caps? Are you caps? Yeah, me caps. Um, Happy Father's Day, Dallas Cowboys, Chris. What up, Chris? How's it going, man? Happy Father's Day. Happy Father's Day. Uh, no, the only ones on the show that have kids, or the only one that has kids on the show is at Adam. Uh, the only Well, Alex and it's actually no it's right, actually funny. <laughs> Alex is my kid, which no one actually knew. <laughs> wow. So, uh, wow. And he wasn't even in, in country to take me out for Father's Day uh, dinner nope. or anything. Skin that smoke wagon and see what happens. What, what happened was uh, we took Ant's uh, a sperm as soon as he was able to produce <laughs> it. And I, I'm a, like an X Men. They, they um, put me and, and produced me through like some sort of test tube with some fancy. <laughs> Your uh, test tube, baby? Yeah, but. It, I was a re- I was a reject, so that's why I'm here with you guys. <laughs> hey, question: Did I, did I, did you shout out why you have the Mexico flag going on right now? Because you are where are you? Are you yeah. in Cancun? Is that where you're at now? 
back in Cancun, I guess can, I mean, it's my second home, but is, is Thailand now my second home and Cancun's my third? I mean, geez, I don't know. Who knows? You got, you, you have like 18 different homes. Um, yeah. he's back eventually. We don't know when next Saturday, uh, Saturday, 25th. Next Saturday, so he'll 25th. Be, he, Saturday. he will be in studio. So I'm, I'm back to the couch. Allegedly June 26th, Alex will make his return in studio in studio. And you know what? Just for fun. He we might do one episode with him in Ryder Lake. Just for fun. Don't know. <laughs> you, won't yet. Have, you won't have the, okay. uh, don't know yet. Okay. Let's get a funny picture of Kellen Moore on this bitch here. Where's our favorite yeah. one? <laughs> hey, here's the thing. I, I I really hope that all the things they were saying that he had to deal with are true and that, uh, you know, he can bounce back. <laughs> Is he looking at his stupid I mean, if, fucking and, bangs or what? <laughs> Should I get a haircut? This, all, all you have to do is just Google Kellen Moore and it'll be the, it'll be the um, photo that shows up from him in college where he is kind of like. Has that looks full like bottle he, up his ass? Looks like he's got a head injury. Dallas Cowboy Chris says jersey tucked or untucked. Uh, untucked. Or are we talking about in game or out of game? In game, it's got to be tucked. Out out of game, like if I'm tailgating or if I'm if we're wearing jerseys while we're watching the game, untucked. Yeah. What do you I mean? I might do the Wayne Gretzky. What's that? Half side. Just tuck it. Tuck it uh, on we should one do, side, and then throw it. It's really cool. We should do the Ezekiel Elliott and have our bellies out. Oh, crop top. That's that. I mean, if anything, that's Alex <sighs> crop topping it. Chris, what do you mean, um, jersey tucked or untucked? In game or while you, watching? I thought he was talking about. I thought he was talking about Kellen Moore wondering whether or not his jersey's tucked or untucked right here. <laughs> Kellen Moore looks like he he doesn't even know where oh, he he's is. Tucked. He's definitely tucked. Kellen in. Moore full tucked. Here, here's, double glove. Uh, I. I w- <laughs> If I did, um, if I did the Ezekiel Elliott right now, my spare tire from these last three months of just eating all the food and drinking all the beer, I mean, I'm coming back over 180 Jesus. for the first time in my life. You might be up to a large jersey. So Chris is saying tailgating. Oh, yeah. I want to ask this question: What kind of psychopath wears their jersey tucked in while tailgating? The same one who would wear yeah. the jersey tucked in with like a jean jacket over top or like something. I mean, that's kind of bad. Over, over top of it. A jean jacket with a tucked jersey. I think yeah. we got to rock that now. I mean, <laughs> I'm wearing short shorts, large jersey. Yeah, so I like you that. Could, so you could barely see your fucking No, shorts. short shorts so look- with long jersey tucked in to your short shorts. <laughs> so that the bottom, so the <laughs> no, bottom want- it comes out at the bottom. <laughs> pockets untucked. I want pockets to get- out. I want the uh, I want the um, girlfriend sleepover look, <laughs> where it's, it looks like it's just my jersey. Maybe my little dong's gonna be hanging out the bottom. It's not long Pe- enough. Peekaboo. But. Uh, okay, I'm gonna check one other thing. I think PFF did. Uh, I know you guys had some stuff set up here, but I'm gonna go def- uh, PFF defensive coordinators. Yeah, that's up too. Hey, look, we, we have a list of things to talk about, but right away we go fucking rogue. Philly sports guy is what Dallas Cowboys Chris is saying. Oh, Philly sport. Yeah, well, there's your answer. I'm pretty sure that guy's fallen on his head a couple times. So, <laughs> hi, everyone. It's Philly sports. Yeah, actually, he seemed pretty nice. I shouldn't yeah, talk shit about him. You're talking shit about him, and then he was. No, but we have to. He, he's from, uh, he, he's from, he goes for the shitty Eagles. Yeah. The, sh- the Sheagles. The Sheagles. <laughs> <laughs> Got him. Got- hey, guess what? Got you guys. The Sheagles. 
You got got. Okay, so got. this is so. What do you? I don't know where Dan Quinn is on this list, but what do you guys think? Where where is Dan Quinn possibly on this? So this. I mean, is, look, if Dan, if Dan, if Dan Quinn doesn't rank higher than Kellen Moore, there's some problems. So he's got to be one, which I know he's not because I just saw one, which is this guy. No, sorry, he's got to be at least number two. I think they're gonna put. I'm gonna say Dan Quinn six. Okay, that's my guess. So ranking the NFL's best defensive play callers so ahead. I, I'm of saying the Dan Quinn season. six. Who, I guess uh, it's easy. Who, I say what, who finished, uh, well, obviously they're going to have. He was number one. Him as number one. You think D- DQ six? I'm saying six. I say number four. Four? Yeah. AJ, what do you got? Dan Quinn? I say two. You're going to say two? I, th- I, think the Rams will, I think the Rams will be two. Okay. Well, let's see. Mm. Leslie Frazier, Buffalo Bills. Good job, Leslie. Dan Quinn! Oh, you number two! You, you read it, you son of a bitch, didn't you? I did not. You I just, it. like, there was no way. Yeah. Okay, what's it say? It says, uh, Quinn, who failed as the Falcons head coach at the end. Okay, uh, time out on this already. Now that's Lieutenant yeah. Dan. Lieutenant Dan! Lieutenant Dan. Dan Quinn, to me, did not. <laughs> Dan Quinn, to me, didn't <laughs> fail as the Falcons head coach. He was Tom one Tom Brady absolute insane half away from being a, a Super Bowl winning head coach. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He brought his team to the Super Bowl. That's If that's considered a fail, I mean, then every defensive coordinator or every head coach, which, I mean, since the Cowboys in the 90s has failed, which I guess you could say that. But at least Dan Quinn made it to a Super Bowl. Yep. Right? Like, I, I find that hard to say he failed. Maybe that's why they said failed as the... Goonies never say die! Maybe that's why they said failed as the uh, Falcons coach at the end. Yeah. But uh, spurred a great turnaround with the Dallas Cowboys, who won their division for the first time since 2018 in 2021. Everyone will look at the breakout season of second-year cornerback Trevon Diggs and the defensive rookie of the year campaign for linebacker Micah Parsons. But Quinn was also able to get great seasons from previously unknown players such as Jaron Curse, a fan favorite on the CanFan yep. podcast. Until, who, until he does something that we don't like. Right, who contributed greatly to the team's <laughs> success in 2021. And... Uh, I mean, here they're showing this Eric Eager from PFF is Jaron Kearse broke out this year in a big way. 33 stops, 11 pressures, 10 pass breakups, two interceptions, and a sack. Missed four tackles and 1,000 snaps. That's that's pretty legit. That, that percentage of what? missing a tackle is, is pretty good. Well, I don't know how many tackles he's had, but four missed tackles and 1,000 snaps is pretty pretty darn good. And you got you to... Gotta, this, uh, what, this, this, I don't, this I don't, chart? I don't know what that's on your head. Oh, I thought, this you, chart I thought you were is, trying to lean forward no. and show us what's on your forehead. This chart is player war uh, and average positional did you war. See, did you see how Alex's whole demeanor changes when there's some sort a of analytical chart on the screen? <laughs> He's just all of a sudden like, whoa, wait, 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 pushes the mic. Is this a Venn diagram? This is, okay. Uh, hey, can you enhance that? Uh, oh, just wait. I need to fact check this. One thing I will <laughs> say about Dan Quinn in regards to like J. Ron Kearse or Curse um, or curious. It's kind of how he was with uh, Cam Chancellor. Dan Quinn was with with the Seahawks, a big bodied uh, safety who was taken in. I think like the sixth round. Who probably didn't have maybe not. I think Dan. I think Dan Quinn's system really sets up a safety to have some chances. Not saying what Kears did was all attributed to uh, Quinn, but I think they just kind of molded perfectly together. Right. You know, I think they just kind of were the perfect marriage to uh, build off of each other. And it got both of them extended. 
Quinn came back to Cowboys, uh, the Cowboys, and so did uh, Kierce. So I, I like it, and that, he's probably Jaron's probably one my one of the closest jersey. I want that jersey, and I'm excited to see if he can build off of his success of 2021. And that's the Maybe bottom can, line uh, because and Stone that's the bottom line. So. <laughs> Maybe I can trade my uh, Randy Gregory jersey for a J. Ron Curse. Well, is there a 94 on the Cowboys right now? Because we'll just have to do a little bit of uh, stitch, a little stitchy stitch. Oh, yeah, stitch, stitch it. And let's see. I don't Actually, know if there is right now. You should just get a Johnson stitch and yeah. put it on the back of that because that's not a bad idea. I mean, the jersey's too dope to get rid of. You can't so get rid of it. We'll, we'll see. JJ the Mime in the house. What's up, bro? Happy Father's Day, JJ. So Dan Quinn is number two. I don't think any of us are arguing that. Well, no, no. I I think we owe Cowboy Nations an apology. You thought he was going to come in at number six. I just, I I thought he was going to come in at number four. So let's see who's number four and six. uh, It's just PFF is so fucking random. Keep going down. Let's see. Keep on cruising. Keep Dennis Allen, New Orleans, Raheem Morris. I thought Raheem was going to be So you got switched. You got switched. Okay. Josh Boyer and Joe Barry. I, I'll be honest; don't know any of those names. Yeah, who gives a fuck? I know no. I know Raheem Morris. Uh, the rest of the guys, I don't. I don't follow the. I follow the NFL. Don't get me wrong, but I don't watch enough of certain teams to know their staff. Like besides their head coach, I don't watch the NFL. I don't. Sorry, not that I don't watch the NFL. I don't watch other teams other than the Cowboys close enough, right? To know what's going down. Who the fucking and that Dennis Allen from actually New Orleans had a decent defense and same with obviously Los Angeles Rams but the Rams is one of those things like is it the players or is it the is it the coach? But that's fair. But it's fair. You no mean, one's no one's no one's coming to the uh, Cowboys Can Fan podcast to find out what the New Orleans Saints are doing. <laughs> hey, what do you guys think about uh, Who Day? Let's <laughs> Who Day Bengals. It, okay, is it Who Day or so are the Huda Bengals? Chat, is it Who Day? Who's Who Day? Who's Who Dat? I don't know. One's the Bengals, one's the Saints. <laughs> am I right? Am I right? Look at these guys. Look at these guys. <laughs> okay, we're going to venture into hey, some of the about... shit you guys had going on here, I think. Yeah, I mean, I just... Exactly. It was kind of... Sorry, the Saints kind of, um, kind of uh, roll into our next conversation because... Is it the four takeaways? The... It's the, well, it's the well, Cowboys' no. head coach. Yeah, oh, is that where you want to go next? I okay. think so. I mean, that, that's the biggest news of the week. I think we got to uh, get it. Well, I'm just trying to look for it here. I don't. Oh, is this it here? So, NFL fans, before we get into the biggest news of the Dallas Cowboys over the last week, we're going to talk a little bit about a Canadian sport. So, hockey fans, the pursuit for the Stanley Cup is on, and DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL, has an unbelievable offer for the most exciting playoffs in sports. New customers can bet just $5 on any team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what, win or lose. Looking to turn a small bet into a big payday during playoffs? With DraftKings Same Game Parlays, you can do just that. Create your own parlay by combining multiple bets like which team will win, how many goals will be scored, and more. It's your shot at an even bigger payout. DraftKings is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. All you need to do is just download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now. Use promo code TPPN. Bet $5 on any NHL team to win and get $100 in free bets no matter what. That's code TPPN at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NHL. Minimum age and eligibility restrictions apply. See show notes for details. Let's get back to the sport you love and want to hear more about the NFL and the Dallas Cowboys. Just move your, your seat over just a bit. Our dock. There you go. Oh, I don't have your docs. Oh, I you oh you made a doc. I didn't even look at your doc, Alex. Sorry. 
I'll get, yeah, I know, I know what AJ's talking about, so I'll get to it right he, now. I'll quickly he, sign fun, for it. Fun fact is that I, I got, I was to Alex. I was like, oh, I'll get everything ready to go before I answer because he's running late, so I'll get everything set up. So I got everything set up. It's weird that we had the worst technical difficulties when my, I had the entire setup ready to go for 45 minutes. I didn't know you had, uh, I didn't know you had the Google Doc ready to go, so I just kind of brought up a couple random. If you're in chat, hit that like, hit that like button. We're we got, we're low on the likes right now, and I will say it. I'm not even scared to say it. We need to we need to like it, like it up, uh, share it up, do whatever you want. If you have any questions in chat, we would love to hear them. But this is the thing that we're gonna roll into. Jerry Jones insists Sean Payton shouldn't be a conversation piece for Cowboys coaching job. Is that what you're talking about right there, AJ? AJ, that little snippet. No, he was going to talk about the final. Uh, yeah, if you click, if you, I just shared at the doc in the Instagram, but that is definitely something I wanted to. I thought that we could roll into. So. Okay, so what do you guys think? Is Jerry Jones just kind of being coy here? Jerry Jones insists Sean Payton shouldn't be a con- conversation piece for Cowboys coaching job. Look at that. That. Is he just Smile. is he is Jerry Jones simply just Three. affording Mike McCarthy the mental aptitude to focus on the season versus, um, like ver- versus, like bringing up like he's people are always talking about it. We're talking about the fact that this is probably Mike McCarthy's last chance, uh, to really to to really make a statement. And honestly, even if Mike McCarthy wins, uh, wins us a Super Bowl this year, he's not I, gone if he wins a I, Super Bowl. I still think There's that no fucking way. I still think you don't you don't know. I still think that long term they would probably still entertain switching him out at the end of the year. There, there's no fucking way. I wonder if any. I wonder if anyone's ever done that. I don't. Th- I think yeah. if he wins, Did, no. What happened with um? First season they're six and ten. Here. Second season they go twelve and five. Uh, it with playoffs. Third year they win a Super Bowl. <laughs> You're not firing the now, guy. Now are you just saying that they wouldn't get rid of him because he feels he won like a he... fucking Super Bowl? Well, what about what about the Cowboys in the nineties? If yeah, Cowboys of the nineties, they won back to back Super Bowls, yep. and then Jerry Jones. The only reason he got rid of Jimmy Johnson is yep. because Jerry wanted all the credit. That's okay. it. Okay, so that's why I'm asking you. Do you think then he would, even if, even if they're in a in a in a position that Mike McCarthy wins us a Super Bowl this year with with our team, which we're expecting to, all obviously all day every day. Do you not think that he would want to? Do you think he believes in Mike McCarthy enough that Mike McCarthy can win us a Super Bowl back to back? If if the Cowboys won a Super Bowl this year with Mike McCarthy, there's zero. I think if they get by the wild card round, they keep Mike. McCarthy I just think for with Jerry, I, all I'm trying to make a point is I think with zero chance, you can't say zero chance because zero chance. of the fact that we won. And I say we, even though I wasn't a Cowboys fan in the '90s, when Jimmy Johnson wins back to back, and although Jimmy Johnson and and Jerry Jones weren't seen eye to eye. He won them two back-to-back Super Bowls, and then we haven't since then. So, yeah, like, but the reason he got rid of Jimmy Johnson was because Jimmy Johnson won, or Jimmy Johnson basically took total, total control. The reason Mike McCarthy's there is because Jerry obviously has some sort of say in shit. Yeah, he's a puppet master. He, well, like it's like a Jason Garrett, um, a Wade Phillips. That's the kind of coaches Jerry wants. If they win a Super Bowl, Jerry's going to take his credit. Mike McCarthy's going to be like, oh, I just want to go to a... a uh, Outback Steakhouse. Outback Steak. Uh, Outback Steakhouse. Get an in out burger on the way home. Grab a triple thick tri- you know, milkshake. And I don't think I, I don't really think we got to worry about it because if Jerry Jones, if we win another uh, Super Bowl, Jerry Jones is dying the next year. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know that if Jerry, if Jerry, if they win a Super Bowl before Jerry's dead, I might be convinced that there is heaven and hell. It's guaranteed he sold his. He may have sold his soul for that <laughs> for that third championship. 
but I, I feel like he's like up the ante and like now sold the souls he's of so- like his kids. Yeah. yeah. Steven, he, he sold Steven's soul. Yeah. He, he, he's on, he's on layaway for our next Super Bowl. So I think, so you might be right. And then, yeah, he's going to slip down the, the stairs at the parade or something. Before we get off Jerry Jones, <laughs> before we get off Jerry Jones, do you think Jerry Jones, uh, texted vince mcmahon any any insight into the vince mcmahon uh scandal that's going on this week i don't even know what so, this vince mcmahon so vince, scandal McMahon, is. vince mcmahon might be stepping down as ceo of wwe stephanie mcmahon stepping as interim ceo because uh they found three million dollars of hush money that vince mcmahon paid somebody off to to keep quiet one of his possible mistresses so he's leaving it up to the board to decide what to do with him. Do you think uh, Double J called him and say, hey, yo, Vince? Double Double J? Been there, done that. I don't may, may, Maybe. Uh, is, I he, don't, is he a billionaire? Is Vince McMahon a billionaire? I, think I guess so. I'll check. Let, oh, me, yeah. let me check. Vince he, McMahon. This is because Jerry Jones doesn't talk to just millionaires. Yeah, but uh, Vince, Vince. So they just did WrestleMania in Dallas. You yeah, know that but you know Vince McMahon and Double J are. are he ain't a billionaire. 2.3 billion. Yeah, they definitely talked. They're in the boy. They're in the the good old boys club, man. Of course, they they're trying to get each other out. He's like, you know what, Vince? Bring you it just got to pay them that three million dollars. Well, he did pay him the three million bucks. The weird thing. I can't even zoom in here. Whatever. That was a weird burp. The weird thing is that Vince McMahon's going to be on TV this week in character, addressing the scandal. Really? So he, he's going to be on TV as Vince McMahon. Well, okay. The so I need to know: is the scandal a sexual harassment one, or just I think so. a mistress? Because right. there is a big difference. Because if it's a mistress, like why wouldn't he use that as a as some sort of marketing tool? If it's a sexual assault or something, well, then and he's talking three about million, it. Three million dollars. I mean, I guess when you're worth gotta, two point three billion, three million bucks is nothing. Literally, literally nothing. You got to tune in. You have to tune in to um, Monday Night Raw to find out. Yeah. yeah, was this a plug? Uh, this today's episode sponsored by the WWE Network. For fourteen ninety nine a month, you can get access to all the WWE library, including the most recent WrestleMania held at AT and T Stadium. So this is Dallas. the art. This is the article AJ had. Jerry Jones, Peyton, the Cowboys rumor, rumors pulled out of thin air. Rumors linking Sean Payton to the Dallas Cowboys have circulated for years. Uh, and they are reignited once again after the former New Orleans Saint, uh, Saints head coach shockingly retired in January while leaving the door open for an NFL return. But Cowboys owner Jerry Jones shut down that speculation Thursday, backing head coach Mike McCarthy to deliver in his third season. Quoted, Sean Payton shouldn't be out there. For him, the Cowboys, that's just sheer out of the air. It's well known, we're good friends, and we think a lot of them as a head coach. But in this case, asking the way you're asking he shouldn't be a conversation piece. Oh, sorry about that whammy. Yeah, this is just, That's a fucking whammy right is, there. That is a this whammy. This is just like, look, whether or not every every coach after, say, three, four seasons is on the chopping block if they're not performing. The the NFL has become a place where, like, except for unless you're in uh, uh, Pittsburgh or, or New Orleans, um, Speaking of Sean Payton, like coaches do not really hang around on teams for longer than five years, it seems. Unless so. they're like, yeah, like a Bill Belichick or a Mike Tomlin or a Sean Payton. Right, right. I mean, even Andy Reid's kind of starting cracking crack if, if you got him, son. Um, I definitely agree with you. And it's a shit or get off the pot season for Mike McCarthy. It's if they don't go 
further than the wild card round, I'd say he's done. So do you think? Okay, so yeah, they got to win. They got to win so in let, playoffs. 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 Let's transfer then into the Mike McCarthy OTA uh, fine scandal. Well, it's not even a scandal. He did it. So does this? Uh, does do you think Jerry Jones cares at all about this? That Mike McCarthy got fined. Yeah. Mike McCarthy got fined though, not Jerry Jones. Yeah. But we also lose no. the 2023 OTAs. Yeah, okay, so this is my thing. There's been a little bit of news in this week with Cowboys Nation. Scroll it down. One, um, well, then, but people that are seeing, they don't see what we're talking about. So let me just let me just go like that yeah. so we can get rid of the... Um, the thing I don't like about this, the Mike McCarthy fined $100,000. I mean, granted, he this is the issue. He did it. He, he got fined for this last year. The reason he got fined was the practices were too physical, which maybe they're trying to send a point saying, hey, we're here to fucking beat, beat people up this year. Um, I guess, yeah, with all the news coming out about Ridgeway being a, like being a, a loose, not a loose cannon, but just being rough and getting a raw talent like... Uh, uh, Smith out there like they're yeah you're right they could they could be working the bash brothers maybe, narrative, yeah maybe they're know? going for the narrative so he was he, but then again he was fine for this last year <laughs> I don't think losing an OTA next year really hurts that much and even this year they uh during the mandatory mini camp last week they canceled the practice and they went to top golf the Cowboys and people were kind of losing their shit yeah it's fucking June dude like, <laughs> I know <laughs> Like it, it, to me, I get it. The more the more practice you can get, the better. But it's fucking June. Like, yeah, if it was the week before the season and they're they're not practicing and they're going to play golf, yeah, I might be a little bit more pissed off. But like in June, it's I a know. team building thing. They're probably at mini at mini camp. Do you think they're really going crazy? Anyways, they can't. They can't. That's what I mean. They get fined if they do. But what do you guys think? Them going to Top Golf. I th- I don't give a fuck. I like if they it. Go to top- I, yeah, I don't. It's give a, a fuck team if they thing. Go to top golf. It's a team thing. This is yeah. this is this is what McCarthy said about it. He said, um, and I'm gonna. This is like I don't. I can't remember Paraphrasing. The exactly. But he basically he basically said there are there's a start and a finish. We felt we got the veterans to where they should be, and then the final day, the rookies were just sitting in with the coaches. So like, I think it's 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 a bit of a uh, that the NFL season's hard. And if you can give a little back to your vets who like definitely, I mean, how many fucking times do you have to hear? They don't like <laughs> the off season workout, right? right? So, no doubt. Yeah. I get so, what people so give them a little something. I get what some people are saying. They're saying like a Jimmy Johnson, you would have never caught Jimmy Johnson taking a practice off to go to fucking top golf. The NFL is different now though. Yeah. The NFL, they were running two a day practices in pads, hitting the fuck out of each other in June. Right, Jimmy, that, that's Jim, not how it is anymore. Jimmy Johnson wasn't dealing with concussion stuff. He wasn't dealing with the hyper sensitivity with social media. Like it is a different world, and I think you kind of have to calibrate your team based on like the now versus what was done before. Well, and I, mm-hmm. I, I kind of see the fact, obviously, with them hitting in in or doing two days. Obviously, that's going to make you a better football team. But at the end of the day, these football teams or franchises, their biggest asset is these football players. I mean, coach, we know coach Boone wouldn't have, uh, given, given the, but, it, but it's just golf. maybe not even the top golf thing, but more so the two a days in training camp and hitting. I mean, the more, uh, the more times you put a guy at risk to roll an ankle or break an ankle or get a concussion. Cause well, the concussion protocol is way crazier now than it was oh, even yeah. in the nineties, 
the the less you're going to have that guy practice later, right? You know what yeah. I mean? So it's like one of those things. Yeah, you might they might not get hurt and they might do training camp two days for three weeks and get all this practice time, but you also risk a guy like a Ezekiel Elliott or a Tony Pollard or anyone getting hurt and then actually missing extensive time. So I don't mind the way, and this is kind of going off off of uh, the tracks a little bit, which we do here. Um, I don't mm-hmm. mind the NFL going away from that kind of stuff. Is it getting softer? Yeah, it's getting softer. But if the, if them going softer prevents one NFL player in 10 years murder-suiciding someone or, like, killing themselves, then it's yeah. it's probably worth it, right? Like, the yeah. CTE thing they've proven Look, is a thing. Absolutely. They're... they're few things they're better athletes they are in shape 365 um and there's some team building that is you Critical. can't really yeah exactly like you want your you want your players to be going into the season friends um or like wanting to like you know i mean we've all been in war right guys so uh, yeah, totally. you want <laughs> you want your soldiers to like to want to fucking be there for each other and not, you don't want this any animosity. So I have no problem with it, to be quite honest. Uh, unless, of course, we open up the season 0 2. Well, look, I'm going to be a little upset. Oh, about it's that. like Dallas is going for it. If we open up 0 2, skulls are going to roll, son. Skulls <laughs> are going to roll. I don't know. Don't even talk that way. Speaking of the season opening, is this the first time that we end up? beating Tom Brady. I know this is, comp- again, not something we were going to talk about, but the Cowboys have never beat Tom Brady. I think, the time I, best think chance ever. I think this is the year. Also, too, as well, um, I was going back through old messages, or I was going through some comments and answering them, answering and answering them, and there's that one video where I, I have the Cowboys schedule up and I'm joking around, predict predict us winning. Win, 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 win. win, win, win. And someone called me out. Yeah. They're like, if you think that, you should bet a grand on every game. So I think I think week one, I think I'm gonna bet a grand and then if hopefully they win and then I can just use house money for the rest of the season. But I think I'm gonna bet a grand one, it'll it'll probably pay out well for that first one. But how good of a how good of a skit or even a short would that be of that little cocksucker telling me, oh, if you think so, you should bet a thousand bucks every every time and then we do it. I think last year, if if we would have bet a thousand bucks every game and they go twelve and five, you're coming out in, in the green. I guess oh, yeah. yeah, I guess you gotta so yeah, you bet. You basically need that one. Like you bet the grand, <laughs> the you, first game, the first game. But if you lose it, then you have to bet a grand the second game. No, you have to bet two grand. Yeah, <laughs> I'm just kidding. Well, what's the pay? What would the payout be for the second game? I guess you're not going to know until, until you see. Uh, the first was game, that like a was that like an intro into like our sponsorship read right yeah, there? Yeah, could be. You could enter it right there. But betting the thousand bucks against Tampa, you're more than likely the Cowboys aren't going to be favorited. I would imagine maybe they will be because we're at home. Maybe it's going to be so close, but it's at least going to pay a thousand bucks. It's going to at least it's yeah, going to at least pay out your bet. Oh yeah, you're saying, but you're not going to bet a thousand to just win only a total of a thousand. You'd be winning what two thousand? You'd win two thousand. Yeah, you'd take home a thousand bucks. Yeah, okay. And then even when they're we're in their favorite, if you win, it's like seven hundred bucks. That's what I mean. If we would have like if you did when a, a year that the Cowboys go twelve and five, you're going to come out with I don't know more like. Uh, even I wonder last year if you would have bet a thousand and then just kept rolling your winnings into it. Into it, I wonder. Well, I guess once they lost, you'd end up losing. I guess whatever goal, you started off with. Yeah, the goal would be yeah. to. Whenever you win, you just take the winnings. And the you goal would be to gamble our way to the Super Bowl. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 
which I, I'll, I'll I'll go for it. So this Mike McCarthy thing, um, like Dallas is going for it. It's saying a year ago McCarthy was fined fifty k, and the Cowboys fined a hundred thousand, and had an OTA taken away from them this offseason for the same reason. Dallas was one of the three teams to be fined in twenty twenty one and have an OTA taken away for practice violations. San Fran coach Kyle Shanahan was one of them, and uh, was fined fifty thousand, and the organization organization was fined a hundred k. And the other team was the Jacksonville Jaguars. Well, good thing they did that. That really paid off for them. I mean, honestly, though, <laughs> like it's. I hate when you. I absolutely can't stand when a player gets fined fifteen grand for something. It's like that stuff. It, it, for the money that they're making, I know it's fifteen grand or a hundred. A hundred grand seems that it, it should hurt. But what's Mike McCarthy's salary? I, I don't know, a couple mil. Probably. Yeah, so like a hundred grand. Mike McCarthy's probably like, oh whatever. I mean, the OTA thing is probably a little bit more of a hit than him having to pay a hundred grand for something. I, oh, think, for I sure. think a lot of the times they'll be like, yeah, whatever. I'll take the fine. I'll, I'll wear my different gloves and I'll take a fine. I'll pay. A, I'll pay every single game or whatever the case may be. It, it's when you, you, you know, know, Jerry. So I stopped so that hmm? you could say that whatever you're going to oh. say, you know, Jerry, say, you know, Mike drops it. You know, <laughs> you know that Jerry loves a good rough, uh, um, OTA. So he's, Definitely paying at least half of that fine. Oh, oh yeah. for sure. 100%. I couldn't agree more. Do you think he just walks you down? And me to, you he, and me together. He, so you Jerry, and me forever, Mike. J- Jerry Jones walks down from the, the executive office to the practice field. Has uh, He has a White Castle burger and salt in one hand. And is actually just holding the burger, salting like this. Yeah. Toss, tosses a full thing of salt onto the ground. And then he walks up to McCarthy. <laughs> Bite in hand, and he just like reaches into his back po- pocket, pulls out a wad, and it's not—it's not even like a brick of a hundred k. It's like a wad, so it's like folded all weird. Yeah, and it has like triple, uh, triple like tape or something like that. And he just hands it to McCarthy and goes, with mouthful, he's just like, "Good job, Mikey." And he just walks back. He just walks right away. Yeah. He just walks away I, from. I, I found this in my suit from last year. Yeah, I wonder what the most fucked up thing Jerry Jones has ever said in his life. I bet she said some fucked up shit. Oh. So is that, is that? Oh, absolutely. Are, is this like you're prompting to bring back? What would Jerry do? I don't know. What would Jerry say? What I bet you Jerry he said say? some crazy shit. Yeah, of course. I can't his, say what I think. <laughs> back in his wildcat days. Yeah, I you. It's not. It's not legal. What uh, he's probably said is 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 Jerry. Shut up. Hey, just be careful. Jerry might block us. <laughs> yeah, Dal- Dal- be, Dalton's gonna be like. Absolutely not. Dalton's gonna walk in. Hand Jerry his salt and say, Jerry, Cowboys can fan. They keep talking shit about Funny. you. Do you want me to block them? Do you want me to block them? Speaking em? of guys getting blocked or like permanently banned, I don't know if you guys saw that Golden State uh, guy. The So the basketball finals were... Dray- Draymond? No, no, not Draymond. Uh, last week, um, the, there was obviously Golden State versus the Boston Celtics in the NBA finals. And um, there's this dude that has this uh, YouTube page. He does like pranks and does basketball stuff, and he kind of looks like one of the guys that plays for Golden State. So he dressed up. He had a barber come and give his, like, facial hair look the same, and then he wore a Golden State hoodie, a headband, and shorts, and he walked right in. They let He walked in through the player's entrance. He gets on the basketball court, and he's shooting hoops for 15 minutes. Before he got kicked out? Before he got kicked out. Oh, my goodness. It's pretty legit. How can you – how could you even, like – like, obviously, they don't want to encourage that, so that's probably why, but, like – if I was an owner or something like that, I'd probably be, be like, 
man, like that's fucking hilarious. Well, so they actually, during his YouTube, during, cause he's walking around the stadium, people are stopping him to get autographs and pictures with him. Uh, and then he gets served cause he's done it before. Uh, he gets served a paper saying you are banned from any Golden State Warriors game. So then there was guy, there was other teams, other teams in the NBA texting or tweeting at him saying, "Hey, when we play Golden State, you're here. You're allowed to be here. Like you can dress up as wow. him, and we'll get him right. We'll get you right behind the bench." So that's, that's pretty, hilarious. I mean, the guy has he's got a pretty good big following on YouTube. But yeah. it, well, it, you do do those stunts because ultimately you probably don't care if you get kicked out. Like you get kicked out. Or yeah, something. and for that clout, son. That unfortunately, yeah. I think we'd have a very, very hard time sneaking in as any cowboy player. AJ might be able to get in as like one of Jerry's stepsons <laughs> or not stepsons. Sorry, I would just say grandkids. <laughs> AJ might be able, yeah, I'm a Jones grandchild. Yeah. Like, let me in. So, we're gonna go. Uh, something else we have, we haven't talked about crack actually. You know what? Good call. You fucking crack them if you got them, crack them. If you got him, son. Okay, is Micah Parsons, <laughs> uh, and he's doing like a blowjob mouth here, but is Micah Parsons already the best or the mm -hmm. game's best linebacker? Ooh, I don't know. I'm going to let you guys lead out. No. AJ, I, give us reasons look, why. Mike, okay, uh, definitely a blowjob mouth, uh, but I, I would say this. he He's certainly like one of them. The NFL loves him. He's one of the biggest names in the NFL right now, I would say, on par with a lot of the top dogs. He needs two seasons under his belt. And he did such a he had such a great breakout uh rookie season that, you know, we hope that's his fucking floor. But he's got a lot of um he's got a lot of expectations. So it's going to be very hard for him to come out and produce another season. Not not that even if he has a great season, it, he's just got to outdo what he did last year. And out, last year was so great. They're going to be probably looking to to uh, formulate a game plan. The opponents are going to be looking to block Micah Parsons. So he, he might not have those same chances, even though, I mean, it was pretty easy to tell, you know, six, seven games in who he was. That he was legit. Um, that he was legit. So I still think he's going to be at the end of his career. He's going to be a hall of famer. Absolutely. Um, but I just hope that, you know, the sophomore season is a tough one for a lot of players. Sophomore, uh, sophomore slump for that reason. Everyone yeah. knows it. Sophomore slump. And like you said, 13 sacks to replicate that in your sophomore year. Like it's almost like he came out. It's kind of like Zeke. Zeke came out in his first year, ran for 1600 yards. I don't know how many touchdowns, a shit ton. Had, had these crazy stats. Second year was still pretty good. He led the league in rushing yards his first two years. And you're like, oh, man, like he set this, he set the his floor so high. I'm worried with Micah. I mean, even if he does, 13 sacks for a linebacker is like, it's almost unheard of. Like, you don't get that type of, yeah. those numbers as a, as a linebacker. So it's kind of, it's going to be tough, really, really, really tough for Micah Parsons to get 13 sacks again. But they, it's funny, him and D-Law, I don't know if we've talked about this at all. Him we and, haven't. They, him, oh, no, yeah, you did the last, you talk about the D-Law saying that he wants to get his sack, uh, hold the sack record, and Micah say, ain't a chance. Yeah, it, so it I think that, happen. a little little bit of uh, in inside the locker room, behind baseball um, competition, I think that's kind of, it's good. But to get 13 sacks, ah, that's, that's going to be tough. They really need the rest of the defense to, one, 
make it so that if you double Micah Parsons or game plan to stop Micah Parsons, then a D-Law or a Sam Williams or Jabril Cox or uh, Osa or Neville Gallimore, one of these other guys, if Micah doesn't get his 13 sacks, one of these guys needs to at least have double digit, I think. It was more concerning that Alex posted that stat that um, Sam uh, Williams only has a 26% starting chance. Yeah, well, okay, so... Is that Alex or that you? Well, Alex posted a really good article that dove into positions and what their chance was as becoming a starter if they were drafted in the first, second, third, fourth, fifth, uh, etc. Uh, a defensive lineman, if you're taking in the second round, you have a 26% chance of becoming a starter. So that's basically one in four defensive linemen that's drafted starts, which isn't... Very, very. I mean, it's not Great. terrible, but we've actually been really lucky. The Cowboys have been almost knocked it out of the park in the second round in the last 10 years. They've drafted guys like Sean Lee in the last 10 years, but I'm just thinking second rounders. Sean Lee, mm-hmm. D-Law, Randy Gregory, um, Trevon Diggs. Like, the Cowboys have been ha- had very uh, a lot of success at drafting in the second round. I think the Cowboys as a whole in the last 10 years have just been, we talked with this uh, with Barry last week, the Cowboys have been so good at drafting the last 10 years that it's like when they don't hit on a second rounder or a first rounder, you're like, what the fuck? So the, the most recent besides Sam Williams, and I actually posted about him today, was Calvin Joseph, who was taken in, boss man fat. He was taken in the second mm-hmm. round. Obviously last year he didn't play much. This year I was kind of hoping to see him, and you still might. Like, do we even really know much about that? No. I've Googled it. I think he's taking part in all these off-season act- activities. Maybe he doesn't get charged, which would be kind of crazy in my opinion. But all that, all I'm saying I, is the yeah. Cowboys have been very good at drafting in the second round. All that to say. Well, yeah. <laughs> big rant for a little. Uh, big little... rant. A lot of gasping for breath. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, Sam Williams had a, a really good um last season of college and there's two ways of looking at it did he just like have a a fantastic year or was he coming into his football playing ability um i like to think the latter you know 12 and a half sacks in in 13 games i mean jesus if he can keep that going you know i'll i'll, I'll be happy with a uh a split between him and um and uh, uh, Parsons getting twenty five between the both of them. Oh my God! I, if if we get two guy, if we get two players that get twenty five sacks combined, that would be too oh. legit. Too legit. Boner alert! Boner alert! I'm trying to find this tweet that Micah sent off. If it's him and I can't even read how far. Oh, here it is. Look at this shit. They look like fucking twins, man. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's hilarious. <laughs> Sam Williams. Uh, po- okay, I see it now. And then Micah retweeted it saying, don't get them started. But, like, they look like they could be brothers for Bash sure. Bash brothers. Fuck, Sam Williams is a unit, by the way. Yeah. Jesus, that guy That guy yeah. lifts. That guy could bench press hey, Alex. Anthony- oh, hell <laughs> yeah. You know, Maybe not now. You know AJ's <laughs> getting a Sam Williams jersey. That 54 is a sick number and oh, yeah, a great number yeah. in Cowboys – History, Cowboys lore, Cowboys for, folklore. All I got to do, 
All, all I got to do is white out some of that nine and turn it into a five. <laughs> you make a shitty, you make a shitty Sam Williams. <laughs> Alex, <laughs> na- navy blue duct tape and just du- duct tape. So, oh, no, I guess it oh, would no, have to be no, green. It's army, yeah. yeah. He, so he uses, like, army, ar- army. he uses black duct tape. It so it just kind of looks like it's a digital pattern or something like that. But back to yeah, the original, to- back to the original topic. I don't think Mike is the top linebacker in the NFL yet. Well, look, let's look at, let's quickly, because I know yep. we are on a, on a little bit of a time crunch Pitch here, uh, being at Father's Day. But if we just look at that um, article, the 22 NFL, tw- 2022 NFL linebacker rankings and tiers. And we you can, can do see, another you, little you, fun you guessing see, You could see Ants oh, it was looking. Below. It was below. He's, okay, yeah. This is He's wearing sunglasses. Yeah. And they're polarized. So, I got to get so, nice and close. And they're so polarized. Can't see shit. Can't see shit out here. We can here. do a little... I know the answer, but we can do a fun guessing game of where, what tier is Micah Parsa Parsons ranked on? And or Micah Parsons. Okay, so 2022 NFL linebacker rankings and tiers. So is this like not units? This is purely tier. Player. Okay. Player. Well, I'm, I'm saying he's elite. I'm saying he's tier one. hundred, Like without a doubt in my opinion. Adam? <laughs> I'm just waiting to see if you're going to puke or not. Blech. Chat's been dead. Hey, Father's Day, Father's Day uh, cast. I mean, and, well, it's right. It's right around dinner time at the East Coast. Yeah, so, you know, that's something. He's like, people are probably ah, whatever. It doesn't doesn't matter. matter. We're having a good time. Ad, give us your tier from the old uh, our I, dog Micah. Oof, oof. I agree with you that he. I mean, the only reason I wouldn't see him being in the top tier is that Pete, they might not be considering him a linebacker. No, well, but like Edge, oh. yeah. But would that still be classified more? Yeah, as a, he's a, a linebacker. Defensive line or no? No, he's linebacker. Okay, so so top, stop trying to get out of your answer. Top tier, I think he'd be rated number three. But so you're saying ranked? So is this ranked AJ? Three. You looked at this. So is this like a top line? So is this actually says number one is him, number two, or is this like there's a tier of four guys? Yes, yes there's a tier. So there'll be like three or four or five guys in one tier, et cetera. Et cetera. So yeah, there's I'd say th- tier one, number three. I'm just saying tier one because I don't know if there is an actual like hey, rank, rank. So let's check it out. What? Oh, JJ the Mimes out. See you, JJ. See, see you, JJ. Thanks for stopping Peace, by. JJ, yeah. So one, tier one, the elite few. Fred Warner, who's legit. Darius Leonard, also very good. Uh, Demario Davis and Eric Kendricks. And then tier you know. two is the aging. Oh, so add, you might have been right with tier three. Tier three, whatever Micah Parson is. So that's what I said. So that's yeah. that's that's what. Well, but you said top with number three. I said top so. tier number three, but I'm just saying that. But they're saying he's seventh, which is still which is I because I think they're just adding him in there because you can't discount him. Well, let's see. Who I don't let's think. Let's read it. Zagamo like Bench. Come so, on, listen up. So tier tier two was Bobby Wagner and then Levante David, and then tier three. By himself, yeah, Micah Parsons. Because you don't even, and I think I'm not. I haven't read this yet. I I think the reason that they kind of have him as a Micah Parsons, whatever he is, they don't know how to gauge him yet. Type thing, they yeah. don't. They don't know, and a lot of people like to sleep on one the Cowboys players and two rookies because maybe it was a flash pan season and mm-hmm. he doesn't have the same success. Whereas the other guys, they have multiple seasons under their belts. I'll read it for you so that because you're wearing your your your. Uh polarizers so parsons is already one of the best defensive playmakers in the nfl as he enters just his second season in the league but it's difficult to rank him purely as an off-the-ball linebacker parsons lined up as an edge rusher on 40 
75.6% of his snaps as a rookie, and that's where he did the bulk of his damage. He was good as a true linebacker, but his ability to play two different roles on any given snap made him special and provided a hybrid ability that caused problems for the offense. That flexibility is tremendously valuable to the Dallas defense, but Parsons could take his game to another level if he shows development off the ball in year yeah, so they're saying as obviously as an off the ball linebacker or an edge rusher or defensive lineman, however you want to, however you want to spin it, he was super successful. And they're saying if as a middle linebacker or a weak side linebacker or a strong side linebacker, if he can become the top echelon of that in it like that, he'll be unstoppable. Yep. Oh, and I'm excited to watch. I'm kind of, I'm kind of nervous for his season the most. Kind of him and Diggs. I expect them to have big years, but it's like. I have so much expectations from both of those players. Like I had, I had high expectations for Diggs anyways going into last year. Cause I thought I have it on record. I thought Diggs was going to have a special year prior to the year. And I was excited to see Micah Parsons. And I think they even, it was like top the new top gun movie. I know. It even, it like, it I went in, your expectations. Yeah, it exceeded my expectations. Like I was excited to see the top gun movie and then watch. It. I was like, Oh my God, that was even better than I thought it was yeah. going to be. So it's kind of like, which you, you don't, which you don't know how to describe how you're like it. Because everything in the Top Gun movie was done practically, and you're like, oh, this is like real flying. Like, oh, and it was so good. It was just so good. Um, so who is Micah? Par- who is Micah Parsons in Top Gun? Oh, is he's. He hey, wait a Tom second. Cruise? Is he, he? No, he's. Uh... Lila B says she's hanging out till the end, and she actually made a comment. Oh, Lila B. Oh, <laughs> she figured out how to type. <laughs> sub, nice. sub, Lila. Lila B. Lila B, aka Baba, aka Kamish, aka Sarge, aka Bandwagon Boy Three. Bandwagon Ho. <laughs> Bandwagon Ho. <laughs> For anyone that's watching, that's our mother that Adam just called a hoe. Um, no, if he was, if Micah was anyone in in Top Gun, I'd say he's the fucking chachi blonde headed dude. Glenn Powell's character, uh, Hangman. So. Yeah, Hangman. Yeah, I liked his character. I liked his character too, and he kind of grew it at the end. Um, he's he's Hangman in my opinion. Yeah. He's not he's not Rooster. Rooster was too unsure of himself to be Micah. Yeah. Rooster is okay. So if you're looking at who Rooster Rooster CD Lamb. Yeah, Rooster could be CD Lamb. So obviously Dak Prescott's Maverick in a way. I guess if we're looking, if we're making no it, not- uh, Ma- Maverick has to be like an old guy on his way out. Like Dan Quinn about to come in to play a defensive <laughs> end. Yeah, but yeah, but Dan Quinn. Yeah, but I was, the only reason I mean Dak is that uh, Dak's looking for that wingman, and Ceedee Lamb is going to be. His so you're wingman. saying Dak's Maverick? Oh, I mean, I'm just saying in this scenario. I don't know. I don't think anyone on the team is really Maverick. Right, Jerry. Actually, you know what, Rooster, Rooster's Dak Prescott. I was thinking Rooster's like Tony Pollard. No, Rooster's Dak Prescott. I don't know the rest of them too well. Um, we read this. <laughs> the Micah Parsons thing. Sorry, what's going on? We're talking about Micah Parsons rating. I honestly think he should have been higher. I also think the Cowboys should have per, uh, per, um, pursued Bobby Wagner a yeah. little bit more. Yeah, they needed to go back and get that Maverick. I'm going to be mad. Bobby Wagner would have been the Maverick yeah. of the team yeah. if they would have signed him. I think Bobby Wagner, one, he, had, he has a lot to prove coming out of Seattle. Yep. Two, he had... Dan Quinn already as his defensive coordinator. It was just such a perfect match. I honestly think the Cowboys... They have, they have... They have the uh, cap. So that's what I was about to say. I only... The only reason they might have not went for him is they realized that they do have guys like... Well, next year, Tony Pollard. 
in a couple years, mm. Ezekiel Elliott, or sorry, not Ezekiel Elliott, in a couple years, Micah Parsons, in a couple years, Trevon Diggs, you know, they got all these big, big name players coming up. Maybe they need to kind of sit on as much money as they can. Yeah, that's a good. That's a good. So point. that they can re-sign some of these homegrown, home drafted studs. Yeah. Right, and we're not talking about digs right now. But do you guys think? I think we have talked about it before. How many picks? Picks we think he could get. What do you guys think? Do you think he breaks ten again this year? I think we said. I think we I did think, talk. I think we said I seven. Think you said seven, and I, think I don't I think you seven. allowed any of us to answer that. <laughs> you know what? Okay. Well, I, next I would, topic. I, would, uh, <laughs> I think ten. I think 10. Oh, my God. I think he's going to get I think nine. I think, I think he'll be shy of 10. I think he's going to do nine. If he even got seven, even if he, and if he got seven, that'd be legit. If he got nine or 10, no one yeah. can talk shit about Trevon Diggs ever again. Yeah. And I, and I think. Yeah, but what if he what if he allows 700 yards against them? <laughs> oh, yeah. I'd rather have I'd rather have a player who only lets up 500 yards. And gets three interceptions. And, and gets you, three see interceptions. My, you see my reply? I'm like, yeah, well, that's because you're stupid. <laughs> Like, literally, literally, it was a pretty, it was a pretty dumb comment, not from you, but from the person who was saying that. I, I'll take, I'll take eleven interceptions and a thousand yards let up any without day of a the fucking doubt. Any, 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 any day of the week. Any day man. of the week. Okay, let's jump back down to AJ's. AJ, and I'm, I'm just saying, very well to put together here. Uh, I and apologize. I didn't have everything ready to go before. And I apologize for being late. But here we go. We got blogging with the boys. Okay, let's hit one last topic. And one last gotta, topic. Hit out. Okay, Paul. Yeah. Paul, which of the Cowboys' top three picks is most likely to have the best rookie campaign? I actually, I just did a an Instagram poll on this. How'd that do? What What was the result? Well, do we want to say ours first, or should I just say what the poll was? Sure. So, who AJ? We'll start with you. Let's... Who do you think? So, out of Obviously, first overall was Tyler Smith. Second was Sam Williams. Third was uh, Jalen Tolbert or Tolbert. <laughs> I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm playing the probability here. I think Tyler Smith, even if he has a great season, it's going to just, it's not a sexy position. So, like, it's hard to gauge, right? And not many people are going to pay attention to it. So, I'm going to go Sam Williams because Tol, Tolbert might have some really good games, but they're, out of all all of those positions, um, the wide receiver position is 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 probably even though it's not like super um, uh, thick, let's say with competition, but it, he's definitely like lower on the rung there. So I don't think he's going to get as many chances as Sam Williams is. So I, I'm going to go Sam Williams. Sam Sammy Sammy Dub. I'm gonna Sam go, Dub. I'm going to go Toll Bear. Well, you got to give us a reason why you can't Ooh. just Re- reason why is I think. Uh, within the first three games, he's going to have like a really big play. So I think it'll be like a short out to him and he's going to, he's going to have like a 60 yard fucking touchdown and we'll be Nine. screaming and we'll be fucking shocked. We'll be shocked. I'll be, be shocking. I'll be beer funneling stuff into ant, which is sweet. We out. We'll be butt chugging. Yeah. We'll be butt chugging that. <laughs> ads get a, ads get a beer funnel into my bottle. <laughs> Can't wait. <laughs> um, I think, I'm not, I'm not. This is my answer. I'm going to go obviously with the two one you guys didn't go with. Well, that seems like so stupid that you would have. I think that's a stupid rule. You could say the same. Person. I was gonna. I was gonna pick the guy. I was gonna pick anyways, though. Tolbert. I think, like you said, okay. has a good chance because Michael Gallup's out off to, uh, at the start of the season. So maybe Tolbert comes in. At, maybe he starts off at as a as a one of the one or two wideouts, or he's in the slot. And he wide receivers probably have the best chance to look flashy, opposed to like a guard. I think Ceedee Lamb's going to struggle with getting possibly double coverage. I think I think this year going in, there's more upside for Tolbert to show some big promise. 
because teams are going to be focusing on CeeDee Lamb or even Schultze and uh, TP20. So as a rookie coming in, you do have it on the offense. If he can ball out, I think he has a good chance. And I, and I think, I'm just going to say it right now, I think he's going to, I think yeah. he's going to turn heads. I thought you were going to give me a stat line. I'm going, and not I think just. He's, I think he's going to crack 1,000 yards this year. That'd be sick. I thought all three wide receivers were going to get 1,000 last year. Maybe Gall- maybe Gallup, uh, CD, and Tolbert all get over 1,000 this year. But I'm going to yeah. go with Tyler Smith. And the reason I'm going to go with Tyler Smith, I think he's going to be, and write this down or screen capture this, I think he is going to be a all-pro left guard. Year one, I think he's going to come in, and like Alex said, it's tough for a guard to really show what they have, but he's going to turn so many heads, and because he plays for America's team, because the Cowboys are always in the spotlight, their offensive line is going to get back to the way it used to be. I think possibly Tony Pollard and Ezekiel Elliott both rush for over 1,000 yards. And I think this big bruiser, Tyler Smith, is going to be the guy leading the way. Fort Worth product, hometown boy, has all the stars aligned. I think he's going to be the one that uh, has the best rookie campaign. Yep. I saw okay. a meme that I saw a meme that said uh, Tyler Smith kind of looks like Amari Cooper if he ate a <laughs> bunch of pizzas in the offseason. I saw that too, <laughs> and they do look alike. They do look a lot alike. <laughs> he is a lot bigger than Amari Cooper, though. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, the poll pretty much said uh, Tolbert was going to oh. have yeah. the best uh, best rookie campaign. Damn, it's I'm, tough. I, I feel shitty now that I picked the fucking mainstream uh, pick. Back to, this, back to the article that AJ had showed us earlier in the week. Well, what does this one article say? Crack him if you got him. Crack him if you got him. This is just who they, who they think is most yeah, likely. So, so what do they say? Tyler Smith. Oh, you read this then. <laughs> oh, it says it, it says it about all. Of them. I can't focus. So, what did they say about my boy? Told no. They, this other article here, they uh, they kind of just go through each possibility. So it's yeah, you know, they don't really pick one. <sighs> How great is it to see a fucking screen cap? Go back down to Tolbert for a sec, where you see him in air and his muscles are just fucking activated. Okay, and he looks like he's flexing. As you know what? Before we get out of here, too, as he's flexing and he's, as he's hopping over. Okay, don't go to the screen here. I hope he has it like just shredded. I, th- I feel like he'd have an eight pack. Do not go to the screen here. If you scroll down to the poll to the poll end, you can actually view, view the uh, results. Okay. Did I? Okay. Oh, okay. Oh, so we can vote. Um, which of these three rookies do you think will have the best year in 2022? Okay, I got a number in my head, one to ten. Whoever gets closer to you two gets to pick, or we'll take your pick. Well, no, I. So I think we should have a consensus. We all had different picks, but. Did anybody convince otherwise? I think Anth was more convincing than I was in my in my pick. I think it would be between would... Smith and, and Sam Williams. So it's I'm gonna leave it up to you two to to tie break this. But here's my here's my here's my throwback to you is I think you oh, made a really to... good argument in that wide receiver is the sexiest position of these. And I use sexy a lot when I talk about football positions. Uh but <laughs> so <it's> pants. <laughs> but I, I yeah, I he's not, I, wearing, I think, he's not I think... wearing any pants right now. <laughs> I think you also made a good something I forgot is um uh fuck Galbert Are you uh, fucking get the name are, you, right? are you drunk? Are you are you ca- Smoke I'm feeling it now. I've had two Tollies boys. He's a Tollies boys. Who were you talking uh, about? I think Jalen Tolbert. I think I think he Gal- has the Jalen Galbert. Yeah. 
<laughs> no, no, Galbert, our our wide receiver. Gallup. Gallup. <laughs> I meshed Jalen Tolbert and Gallup together. They're, they're, Ooh, that, sorry about that, whammy. That's what that's what they get people to call them when they're like playing uh, hey, doubles that's why volleyball. I'm boy, too. In this, in, in at practice, there's uh, they're Gal- practice. Galbert's up. They're playing. Uh, they're, they're they're reenacting the scene from Top Gun One where they're all shirtless and playing <laughs> uh, playing volleyball. And team yeah. Gal- team Galbert's versus the uh, the Bash brothers, Mike Parsons and Sam Williams. So I took I took Sam Williams because I took AJ's pick and it was the least picked. It was the least yeah. picked. And I want to say one last thing with this that article that AJ posted in the chat last week about. The most, the best chance of what position? Like in our chat, our chat, or like just in our know, chat. Okay, so chats that no one on this podcast that's watching our DMs looks our DMs. <laughs> well, maybe we we'll have a, a Discord. We need a Discord. Yeah, we we'll need have a Discord. Discord. So Tyler Smith uh, at at offensive lineman has the best chance to succeed and be a starter at eighty three percent. Offense or defensive line was like fifty six percent, and then I think. Wide receiver was the sex, uh, second most likely, which was like 68% um, in the third round. Or no, maybe it wasn't third round. Can't remember. I'm butchering it anyways. Uh, I, th- I think you got to go, though, don't you? Well, play what you're going to put up first. Before. Oh, I was just going to I was just gonna put just or, uh, Jalen Tolbert, and I wanted to hear how they say it because you guys keep saying Tolbert, and I say I Tolbert. Think I think it's Tolbert. And I want to see who. Okay, well, let's just see when he was drafted. So don't switch I, it to I, I want it to be Tolbert. Well, we're about to f- figure out here. Um, you know what do I don't it. do? I don't fucking trust the NFL. I don't. There, there's a the Dallas Cowboys. They bring in some help for Dak Prescott. Jalen Tolbert, the receiver from Jalen Tolbert. Helping hard T. They go a hard T. How racist? That'd be a great name, hard T. Jalen Tolbert. Yeah, this guy looks like this guy looks like a real dick. We can't show you what he looks like because we'll get. We'll get locked out, or hey, we'll get copyright infringement. And, but this guy looks like a real dickhead. I'm just gonna give a quick shit. Final thing, quick and final shit. thing before I'm just we go. Give a quick shit. I'm just gonna give a final quick thing shit. before. <laughs> There's our copyright. Thing before we go, go go to the Instagram, our Instagram chat, and just pull up that uh, tweet I I shared. Okay. It's not a picture of your balls, is it? <laughs> it is. is. Do this, these look normal? Is this uh, epidermis or epidermis? Okay, which tweet did you get? Twitter, this uh, just just recent here? In Diggs We Trust? The most recent share, yeah. Happy Father's Day, Trevon Diggs. Are, happy Father's Day, Trevon Diggs. These are his sons. Oh, and then is it? Oh, the picture doesn't. Oh, <laughs> that's good. That's, yeah, that all, is good. All of the boys. That's everyone he's shut oh. down. So this is another argument, and we could talk about this, but Terry McLaurin, pretty good receiver. Uh, Jefferson's good receiver. And um, what the fuck's his name? Evans, good receiver. Dig, no one talks about Diggs shutting all those guys down for a combined total of less. Like, I mean, all of them combined for less than 100 yards. Yep. No one ever talks yeah. about that. They talk about the thousand yards that he gave well, up. Well, I mean, maybe that they were just gonna scheme out to that quarterback. <laughs> All right, so we are. Uh, it was kind of a, a weird. We 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 didn't. We usually go around five thirty Pacific Standard Time. We kind of mid mid morning switched it up because obviously Father's Day. You know, we smashing it like we dashing it. We're gonna be doing a Thursday episode this week, though. You said we have a guest. Are we have a gonna, guest. Are you not gonna tell us can't, who the guest is? Can't Thursday episode. 
Uh, we'll probably uh, it's be called going- Cowboys Ooh. can fan, not Cowboys can't fan. So we're gonna <laughs> we're gonna go five thirty p.m. Pacific Standard, or six. What time are you gonna be home? Six. We'll go six. Six PST is probably Pacific safer. Standard time. Okay, so we will be back Thursday. We will obviously announce it a little bit better. We didn't really. It, it was kind of a mashed up. It's the off season. It's how we do. Yeah, and we had major. I think we lost. We had like eight people at the start, and uh, it was technical difficulties. So we're probably going to see if we can. And the exit ball out. talk. And Alex just talking about his nuts. Talk. I don't know. I came Kilo into that. And I thought it was, was awesome. First episode that Kilo C never showed up on. Well, and probably thought we were coming on at five. And uh, yeah, I mean that's player bullshit uh, outro. This song sucks. <laughs> I just can't do it. <laughs> we 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 them boys. We them boys. Cowboy Nation. We them boys. Cowboy Nation. We them boys. Cowboy Nation. We will we 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 them boys.